This podcast and the following message are brought to you by Acorns, Grow Your Oak. Acorns helps you grow your money. In under five minutes, get investment accounts for you and your family, plus retirement, checking, ways to earn more money, and grow your knowledge. Take control with all-in-one investment, retirement, checking, and more. Just one dollar, three dollars, or five dollars a month. Find out more by going to autoconverse.com/acorns. That's www.autoconverse.com/acorns. From Acorns, mighty oaks do grow. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this: What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. For the vast majority of you, who've gotten vaccinated. I understand your anger at those who haven't gotten vaccinated. We we remain at a critical moment, a critical time. We have the tools. Now we just have to finish the job with truth, with science, with confidence. And together, as one nation, look, we're the United States of America. There's nothing, not a single thing we're unable to do if we do it together. So let's stay together. That is the President of the United States, Joe Biden, talking, announcing last week about new vaccine mandates coming to the private sector. The federal government already has pushed legislation through to require vaccine mandates in most public sectors. As you heard Biden say, our patience is wearing thin. We must finish the job with truth, science, and confidence. It's not about freedom or personal choice anymore. This is about the safety of all Americans. But wait a minute, doesn't that fly completely in the face of a founding principle of the United States of America? Here's Benjamin Franklin quoted as saying, They who can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Where are we headed with all this? From Autoburst Media, this is Autoconverse. Hey, we got a good show lined up for you today. Oh, well, I'm a Game of Thrones nut, so that's, that's, that's my jam. The robots are listening. The robots are listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Autoconverse podcast, where we explore people, ideas, and technologies that influence how we are connected and the way we get around. I am Ryan Girardi. It is great to be here with you. As you heard me say, as you heard me ask, where are we headed with all this? Are we on the brink of tyranny? I don't mean to be alarmist or sensationalist, but vaccine mandates for businesses over 100 employees, that affects over 80 million workers with the incentive of getting paid time off to go get vaccinated. As you heard Biden say, our patience is wearing thin. We understand your anger at those who are not vaccinated. This sounds like polarization to me, which is said to be the sixth of 10 stages to genocide. Now, again, not trying to be overly alarmist here, but if your skin isn't crawling from that, I think it should be. You may not realize how significant your individual role is in the grand scheme of things. And I mean that with no apologies. Power is in the people, and that means you. You 
you and me, we have the power. But by doing nothing, we're giving our power over to someone else, to other parties, to other forces. Now, that might sound cliche, and maybe it is. But here's some contrast. Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, these are our gatekeepers, our walled gardens. We are headed into an Orwellian nightmare. And as George Orwell himself told us, the choice is ours. We as individuals have the power of choice to remain free from a totalitarian state. And I'm harnessing that power with you right now. So I ask, won't you join me? Won't you join me by listening and listening closely? I'm committed to going through this in love and not polarize us. I'm committed to focusing on myself, being a better person, and encouraging you and others to do the same, but not through virtual signaling and rewarding you for failing to do your part in society, but through honesty, integrity, and tough love. We all have responsibility to ourselves and those around us and to our communities. And now more than ever, we are going to need those communities because the global world order is coming to eradicate them. Now, it's not the time to be idle. It's time to band together. I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Okay, because you said so? Should we also let the king assault our wives on our wedding night because he said so? Get the f*** out of here. All right, now before we get too Orwellian here, how about some headlines? All right, well, here's one. Secret FBI watch list leaks online. Apparently, the feds think a lot of people are terrorists. The watch list includes 1.9 million records. It was left exposed online for three weeks. This is according to the researcher who found it. Back in July, cybersecurity researcher Bob Diacheco found what seemed to be a leaked FBI watch list naming the personal details of close to 2 million suspected terrorists. Diachenko quickly filed a report to the Department of Homeland Security, hoping the agency would issue some sort of patch to keep this data from leaking into the wrong hands, which it did roughly three weeks later. According to Diachenko, the data set came from the Terrorist Screening Center, TSC, an FBI-led federal collective responsible for maintaining the thousands of records in the government's no-fly list, a subset of the FBI's much larger terrorist watch list. The TSC includes select international partners, according to the FBI. Diachenko says the IP addresses linked to the leaked database was based in Bahrain. So in a nutshell, the no-fly list, exactly what it sounds like, a list of people who are branded by the federal government as potential terrorist threats and barred from boarding any planes heading into, out of, or within the United States. And this list is about 2 million people. Speaking of security breaches, T-Mobile confirms more than 40 million customers' data stolen in a security breach. The data includes that belonging to former and potential customers who may be unaware that the company retained their information. T-Mobile has confirmed that criminals stole the personal information of more than 40 million current and former customers, although it does state no financial details were leaked as a result. The breach was only discovered by the U.S.-based company following reports that criminals were attempting to sell a large database containing its customer data online. 
Although T-Mobile cautioned that it had no indication any financial information, including credit or debit card details, was contained in the stolen files, it confirmed that personal data was lost. Among the data accessed was consumers' first and last names, date of birth, social security, driver's license, and ID information. And on the subject of your information, wisely or naively handed over to big tech companies, Facebook debuts its Ray-Ban Stories smart sunglasses. Facebook announced its long-awaited foray into the smart sunglasses, smart glasses space uh, last month, launching the Ray-Ban Stories smart glasses in partnership with eyewear giant Essilor Luxottica. The felt frames are some of the most low-profile yet available to consumers and will allow users to snap photos and videos with two onboard 5-megapixel cameras, listen to music with an in-frame speakers, and take phone calls. The glasses need to be connected to an iOS or Android device for full functionality, though users can take and store hundreds of photos or dozens of videos on the glasses before transferring media to their phones via Facebook's new View app. The twin cameras will allow users to add 3D effects to their photos and videos once they upload them to the app. The lightweight glasses weigh less than 50 grams, come with a leather hard shell charging case. The battery lift is advertised as all day, uh, which appears to be accurate. And in the news of social media and speaking of COVID-19 vaccination requirements, uh, proof of vaccination requirement now being added to Yelp listings for guidelines to listings. Yelp is adding details to listings so users can see what COVID-19 guidelines businesses have implemented. Uh, Starting last month, Yelp users can now filter businesses based on two new attributes, proof of vaccination required, and all staff fully vaccinated. Yelp plans to proactively monitor the pages of business that add these attributes to prevent any potential backlash. There you go. I have an article coming out very shortly about the alternate class of citizens that will be created uh, as a result of vaccine passports. You can already see this being implemented right here on Yelp. Let's move into some more future tech type news. Remember the infrastructure bill that we were talking about, the $1.9 trillion infrastructure bill that's working its way through the House and Senate. It includes drunk driver detectors for cars as part of the bill. New cars will be required to have technology to detect drunk drivers and a system to keep children from accidentally being left in vehicles on hot days. So under a series of long-sought safety measures included in the infrastructure bill, awaiting vote in the U.S. Senate. Other provisions included in the 2,702-page bill are a mandate for automatic emergency braking and crash avoidance systems for new cars and rear guards for semi-trailer trucks to keep the passenger compartments of cars from being crushed in rear impact collisions. Center for Auto Safety Director Jason Levine says, There is little question our nation is long overdue for critical updates to our infrastructure, especially when it comes to vehicle safety and the rising tide of preventable car crash deaths. Coincidentally, we were talking about giving up liberties and freedoms in exchange for safety. And the context by which that Ben Franklin is known for having say that was more in the context of a tax law that he was opposing at the time in the state of Pennsylvania. And it's something like this where you can make a statement about liberty um, and safety and apply it right here. Two different issues. 
All right. Other cool tech news. Ford recruits robot test drivers to ensure vehicles are ready to face the toughest conditions. Ford's state-of-the-art weather factory has never been busier. Used to simulate a range of extreme conditions under one roof, it has enabled engineers to test vehicles in a way that is less impacted by travel limitations than real-world testing. But so realistic are the simulated conditions that even the most experienced human test drivers may become tired or unwell, for example, when undertaking altitude testing. Well, now Ford has recruited two robot test drivers, nicknamed by the team as Shelby and Miles, to help take the strain, especially on altitude tests, where a key requirement can be that the test is replicated perfectly multiple times. For human drivers, wind tunnel testing, a particular at high altitude, requires numerous safety protocols such as having oxygen bottles, medical equipment, and paramedic on site while driver health is constantly monitored. Each robot test driver is able to operate at temperatures ranging from negative 40 degrees Celsius to positive 80, as well as at extreme altitudes, and can be set up and programmed for different driving styles. So, you know, when we talk about robots coming in and replacing jobs, this is kind of a good way for robots to come in and, and uh, replace jobs for humans because we'll just move on to bigger and better things. And you hear me say that, I think, a lot. Also last month, President Joe Biden announced that by 2030, half of all new cars and light trucks should be zero emissions vehicles, a mix of battery electric vehicles, plug-in hybrid EVs, and hydrogen fuel cell EVs. The executive order will develop new long-term fuel efficiency standards, but there is no mention of phasing out internal combustion engines for new vehicles. So they're just setting a precedent on the percentage of vehicles to be zero emissions by 2030. The White House's plan is less ambitious than that of the European Union, which has already said that 55% of vehicles must be zero emissions in 2030, increasing to 100% of all new passenger vehicles by 2035. That is in the UK. So uh, the United States slightly behind, if that's how you want to put it, uh, the European Union uh, and the UK on the percentage of vehicles that are zero emissions. But let me remind you, vehicles already today, for the most part, new vehicles being put out on market have very low emissions as it is compared to what cars did even just a couple of decades ago. And on the subject of electric vehicles, Toyota to spend $13.5 billion to develop electric vehicle battery tech by 2030 in a bid to take a lead in the key automotive technology over the next decade. The world's largest automaker by volume, which pioneered hybrid gasoline electric vehicles with the popular Prius, is moving rapidly to deliver its first all-electric lineup next year. Considered a leader in developing batteries for electric vehicles, Toyota said it aimed to slash the cost of its batteries by 30% or more by working on the materials used and the way the cells are structured. The company is also the front-runner to mass-produce solid-state batteries, a potential game-changer for automakers because they are more energy-dense, charge faster, and are less prone to catching fire. If developed successfully, they could replace liquid lithium-ion batteries. And also in future developments, we are back to Apple being rumored to have purchased Chrysler's old test track in Arizona. Hmm, back to Apple. The buyer goes by the name of Route 14 Investment Partners. It is said to be represented by the Phoenix office of law firm Greenberg Traurig, which makes it difficult to really know 
who bought the track. However, reports say that Route 14 signed a lease to use the facility back in 2017. As part of the deal, Route 14 had the option to purchase the property outright. The test track has proven beneficial, enough for Route 14 to want to exercise that option. According to reports, the track was purchased for $125 million, so whoever is behind the deal clearly has large coffers. If Apple is really behind the deal, it could be the clearest sign yet that the company is serious about making an Apple-branded car. And finally, I leave you with some exciting news. SpaceX's first all-civilian mission is to launch this week on September 15th. Inspiration4 and SpaceX have completed our flight readiness review and remain on track for launch. Earlier this year in February, SpaceX announced the charity-driven mission named Inspiration4, which will be commanded by tech entrepreneur Jared Isaacman and will have three others. They will orbit the planet around SpaceX's Crew Dragon capsule every 90 minutes along a customized flight path. Upon conclusion of the three-day journey, Dragon will re-enter Earth's atmosphere for a soft water landing off the coast of Florida. The 37-year-old Isaacman is founder and CEO of integrated payment processing company Shift4 Payments and a trained pilot. Hey folks, today's podcast is brought to you in part by Crypto.com. Join millions of users buying and selling over 90 cryptocurrencies at true cost on the world's fastest growing crypto app, Crypto.com. I use it myself. Grow your portfolio by receiving rewards on your crypto assets, plus spend with the Crypto.com Visa card and get up to 8% back. You can help support this podcast by going to autoconverse.com slash crypto and you'll get $25 in free CRO added to your account when you enter our promo code. That's their cryptocurrency. Simply go to www.autoconverse.com forward slash crypto. You'll get our promo code to receive $25 in free CRO when you open a new account using our promo code. Thanks for your support in this podcast and good luck in your cryptocurrency endeavors. Earlier in the podcast, you heard me alluding to the idea that we the people have the power, a tenet of the U.S. Constitution, and individually we all have a role to play, a responsibility, if you will. Well, one of those responsibilities is taking care of yourself, being good to yourself, and living as healthy as possible. Our personal health is important, and it's one thing we each have direct influence on. So with that said, I'd like to introduce a new segment to the podcast called Wellness Mindset. At least once a month, this new segment will appear on the podcast where we invite a wellness specialist to come onto the program and share with us a health tip of sorts, be it about posture, exercise, diet, or, or any aspect of one's physical and spiritual health. So without further ado, here is our first installment of the Wellness Mindset segment. And here you're going to hear from three different presenters, one talking about productivity and employee wellness, another on posture and movement, and finally, You'll hear about the significance of laughter and humor. Enjoy. If you're listening and saying, should I be considering some type of wellness initiative, wellness program in my workplace? Healthcare costs and decrease of that is one biggie. Another one is employee productivity. Quality and quantity of work both go up whenever you are 
engaging in wellness culture in your workplace. That's the big takeaway is get your people moving, bake it into your culture. There are ways to do that. Edutain, get some lunch and learn, something going on that and 80-20 rule on the break room stuff. If you're already doing those types of things, yes, you can go deeper on workplace wellness. But what I primarily focus on is sort of the cultural and office environment changes. So we're gonna kind of condense some of those things with being sort of the habits of the culture in your posture and how you keep yourself. And then your desk set up in the sense of how do you sit at your desk so that you can maintain a good posture, relatively speaking. There's no such thing as good or bad posture. There is such a thing as being in a posture for too long, which could be bad for you. So that usual posture of us rounded head forward, if you're staying in that posture for a long period of time, that is bad for you. But the posture itself is not inherently bad or good. Um, so that's just to get people out of that mindset. The three tips I have for posture today are going to be more based around general movement than here's a really specific exercise that you can do. The first actual tip, the best thing you can do for your posture is just get up and move and take frequent movement breaks. The second part of that is, well, now that you got up, what do you do? Your body doesn't know the difference between an exercise and going to get a glass of water. Mm. It's movement. So as long as you move in a variety of ways. And the last part is gonna be really kind of out of left field here, and that's the 20-20-20 rule. So the 20-20-20 rule states that about every 20 minutes, going back to the taking a break, you should look at a distance of 20 plus feet for 20 seconds. So 20, 20, 20. Now this is actually for the muscles of your eyes. We look at our computers, our phones, books, food, all of it is within arm's reach. Mm -hmm. So everything is up close. Allowing those muscles to relax by looking further away gives you that reprieve so you're not having that eye fatigue and eye strain that people get for months and years of office work. Uh, consider standing desks. You'll see in my book that, you know, the addition of a standing desk can actually even help your caloric expenditure and you could actually uh, burn the equivalent of five additional pounds over just sitting nonstop. Okay, so let's talk about an additional area that I just uncovered some really powerful research, laughter or humor. And the data is very dramatic. Employers who, you know, supervisors who use humor have more engaged and more productive um, team members by as much as 15%. And one final announcement in this Auto Converse podcast is brought to you in part by Ask Auto. With Ask Auto, you can get help finding the best car for you and your family, communicate with dealers, list your vehicle for sale, and get a free vehicle market report, all while protecting your privacy with our free Shopper Shield. Find out more by going to autoconverse.com forward slash askauto, www.autoconverse.com forward slash askauto, O-T-T-O. And thank you. All right, and that is a wrap for this episode of the Autoconverse Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in today. If you haven't already, text the keyword Autoconverse to 855-766-7585 to get subscribed to our YouTube channel so you can tune into our live shows. That's right. Some of the programming you hear on this podcast does come from our live show, which we do once a month towards the end of the month on a live webcast on YouTube. So again, text the keyword Autoconverse to 855 766 7585 and get subscribed today.
this is Audiburst Media.